Well, if you've been spending more time at home after, as a result of uh, lockdown, as most people have, you've been spending more time with your pets. Uh, a new survey of dog and cat owners finds that quarantining together has brought us much closer to our pets. All in all, 84% of respondents say they feel more attuned to their pets' health and needs. This is according to Banfield Pet Hospital, the world's largest general veterinary practice. This is a chain in the United States. Their chief medical officer, Dr. Molly McAllister, says thanks to the pandemic, the human-animal bond is stronger now than it ever has been before. Well, you can ask my dog, Chewy. I'm sure he will attest to this. Uh, The study also found that as more people have transitioned to working from home, 20% of respondents say they prefer working alongside their pets than their human co-workers. In fact, 73% worry about eventually heading back to the office and being forced to leave their pets for hours each day. This is a very real concern for me, by the way. I've always panicked about leaving Chewy alone, even if it's for five hours a day or less, because usually I'm home in the afternoons. In Uh, fact, just, yeah. Yeah, but I've been, you know, bringing him into the studio now since, well, I don't know when, and I'm not going to change that. Uh, The pandemic has changed how people care for their pets. Even when things get back to normal, two out of three respondents are committed to spending more time with their pets. This is good news, by the way. And one in five say they'll adjust to their schedules. They'll adjust their schedules to make that happen. It isn't just the owners who are benefiting either. 40% of respondents believe their pet has been happier during lockdown. In fact, 40% of pets spoke to, um, who were interviewed, rather, for this uh, Tesh.com interview agreed. They said woof. <laughs> Shame. Or meow. I actually just watched a video yesterday of uh-huh. some lady who um, decided to have a nanny cam. Um, yeah, lots of people re- do that for, for the whatever pets. reason. Mm-hmm. I don't think this was for the cat in particular. Oh. She just wanted a camera for security oh. purposes. Yeah, of course. And so she left, and I think she left for like 30 minutes or something. And when she came back, she decided to, you know, watch the video, and she just saw how miserable her cat Aww. was. I mean, that cat was just meowing around the door, up, up and down, up mm. and down. And she was like, I don't think I can ever leave my house again, like ever. Did you know the Sadie? Yes. That there is still a number to this day you can dial to get the time. Look, I didn't even know that number existed ever. Yeah, I did. And in the U.S., it used to be that you could dial 472-1212 and they would say, At the tone, the time will be 10, 39, and 20 seconds. Beep. <laughs> At the tone, the time will be 10, 29, and 40 seconds. Beep. At the tone, the time will be 10, 30, whatever. You get the point. Yeah, I think we get the So picture. there's a similar system in South Africa. And it's uh, the one in the U.S., by the way, ceased to operate a few years ago. But the one in South Africa is still operating. It is 1026. You dial yeah. 1026 and uh, you get the time in English and Afrikaans. I thought it was funny that it was English and Afrikaans. It's a very yeah. old service. It's I'm not still sure what there. the point of it is, though. What, it's to get the time. Like, if you don't know the time, you dial the time. This I was, mean, if you have your phone, you probably Yeah, have but in time. 1984 and, uh, you know, before Back that... Back then, I guess it makes sense. So, it's a service that's still there. But Where? it's a very cool service because, I mean, if you want to know the time, the exact time to set your watches and your, your, your wind-up clocks by, well, that was what you did. Hey, Muna, Dustin Miller. Yeebo. So, here are interview questions mm-hmm. and answers that a gentleman by the name of... Ramo Ramabo, blessing Ramabo. Blessing, oh, yeah, blessing. bless him, yes. That hey. uh, <laughs> he posted on Facebook, and he says, number one, here's, so here's the first question: Tell us more about yourself. Uh-huh. And his answer is, I'm a hard worker, passionate, consistent, oh. and disciplined. Yeah. 
Question two. Why do you think you're the best candidate for the job? I'm very, I'm a very committed hard worker. I love challenges and I have the will to succeed. I'm a motivated person. I have the ability to learn fast, which will facilitate the training period. Yeah. Why do you apply for this position? Because I need a job. <laughs> I want to advance my career experience in a position that allows me to grow as a person and employee. Duh. This is my favorite. What a, where is it? Something about this what is all are you boilerplate stuff, by the way. Like, I'm sitting here thinking, <laughs> this is terrible. If you're the guy doing the interview or the woman doing the, the, the interview and hiring, mm. like, you look at this, what do you do? Because for me, if I'm the guy, mm. I'm the guy, I'm like Shredder. If, if, if you're putting these standard answers, you're not putting any heart into it. I want somebody honest. I'd rather have somebody say, I'm applying for the job because I need to eat. Yeah, exactly. Then at least I know you're honest. Yeah, and I mean... Um, these, what is your biggest weakness? I can, I'm, I can be too committed to my work. What <laughs> load of nonsense is that? We all know that's not a weakness. Like, I just feel like, and a lot of people, I mean, when I early in my, in my early years of starting to work, these yes. are the kind of answers that I'd give in interviews. Yes. But now I'm like, you know what? You've got to take me for who I am. Like, I'm not going to be... <laughs> Saying I'm a committed. Okay, obviously I'm. I'm gonna say some things to make myself, mm. you know, look good. I'm but I mean, maybe those worker. things, you know, because we say, as we say, we were talking off air. People have been using those same lines for since history exactly. started. So maybe in 1965, the first guy that did that, or the first woman that did that in an interview, maybe it worked, right? Yeah. But after you sound like it just sounds fake at this point. It does, but I think also maybe it's because of the the space in which we're in. Well, obviously in a creative space, we're in media. Yeah. In corporate, there's a lot of you remember how the other day we're talking about how there's a, a, a typical way to live in in there's a certain culture a, a way of living a way of doing things in corporate yeah. so these answers are perfect for corporate also like, you have a, a lack of inspiration in corporate because people are not inspired to care yeah so i mean these answers might work for corporate but if you're coming for a radio interview and you're like i can mm. work under pressure i i'm i'm very motivated we're just looking at if you say like, i can work under pressure i'm gonna put queen under pressure <laughs> do, 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 do. but, but also here's my under thing pressure. if i'm even if i was in corporate maybe it's because i'm a creative and that's why maybe i never fit in in corporate yes I, I would i would not accept these answers no absolutely not like i would be so bored i'd be mm. like dude like I've heard these answers like a hundred times. Are you going to tell me the truth or what are we doing here? Like, I, I'm, I'm not doing this. 